Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine produced by members of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. This show is written, produced, and is broadcasting from Huchin, Ohlone territory known to settlers as the Bay Area. Tonight, Full Circle celebrates Women's History Month with a show written, hosted, produced, and engineered by the women of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. On tonight's show, we discuss the significance of women in media. You will be introduced to some of the newest members of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. And we'll all share why being in radio has been so life-changing for each of us. All that tonight on Full Circle. We are your hosts, Laura Chagaray, Darlene Pagano, Kat Petru, Sharon Peterson, Kendall Krakow, and Sakia Capehart. Stay with us. Good evening, everyone, and welcome again to Full Circle. Before we get started, we want to thank each and every one who donated their dollars as well as their time to KPFA over these past two weeks. Your donations ensure the continuation of the great experiment that is listener-sponsored radio, KPFA and the KPFA and the Pacifica Network. Don't forget, if you didn't get a chance to donate, you still can. Because even up to a week after the fun drive is over, many of our thank you gifts will still be available. So donate online at kpfa.org. We'll get you an update on the fun drive totals, which officially just ended, and bring that to you later in the program. So, as we were saying, we have a special Women's Day celebration planned for you. Uh, your hosts, producers, and engineers for this evening are the women of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. I'm Kat Petru, along with Darlene Pagano and Laura Laboricua Echegaray of Apprentice Group 42, or Fortitude. Zakia Capehart of Group 40, Kumba Voces, also joins us in studio. And we are joined for the first time live in studio by members of Group 43, Dry Longso Rising, Kendall Krakow and Sharon Peterson. The third lady of Dry Longso Rising, Mari Nakagawa, is unable to be here tonight, but you will still hear her words later in the show. Dry Longso, from old African-American idiom, means ordinary people, as all of us are. And rising? Self-explanatory. We are excited by this opportunity to celebrate women in media. Tonight, we commemorate Women's History Month by sharing our own stories. And what better way to kick it off uh, this show than to hear from our intrepid leader, First Voice Program Director, Miss M. We are very proud of the X Factor in the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. One of our prime objectives is to help women find and express their voices and community concerns while training them in media production, broadcasting, and engineering. So I will point out some of our amazing First Voice graduates who have impacted and improved the communities around them. Rangita Renee Giesler 
Peabody Award winner and co-founder with graduate Shana Lancaster of Mamacitas Cafe in Oakland. Noelle Hanrahan, founder of Prison Radio, the voice of Mamiya Abu-Jamal. Jenna Hota, co-founder of Apex Express, bringing Asian and Pacific Islander concerns to the air on KPFA. Amelia Gonzalez-Garcia, co-founder of Casa de Chocolates. Asada Iman, founder of Diva Dance Company. And Joy Moore, our own full-circle production consultant, co-founder of Farm Fresh Choice. Viva Mujeres! Give thanks for Ms. M. Up next, we will share reflections from some of our graduate apprentices. First, we hear from graduate apprentice Velma V. You may have heard her on the past fun drive, continuing to do her part for KPFA with Democracy Now! or sitting with Chris Welch and the talkies. Listen to KPFB. 89.3 FM and you'll hear her every other Saturday at 2 p.m. with Goddess on the radio. She is part of group 39, Sueña del Frigo. <laughs> My name is Vilma V. Happy International Women's Day and Women's History Month to everyone. I think I got into media for a few reasons, but the one that comes to mind right now is that after being a lawyer for a while, I felt that I'd rather talk to a radio audience, even if you can't see them, than 12 jurors who might be very unhappy and not very receptive to what I had to say. I do believe now that the future is feminine, and just like Wonder Woman, women are going to save the day. Also, I want to invite all of you to join me for the KPFA event I'm hosting on Tuesday, March 20th at the Hillside Club. I'd love to see you all there and to meet you and to plan our feminist future together. See you then. Happy International Women's Day. Y feliz Día de la Mujer. You're listening to Full Circle and KPFA 94.1 FM. I'm Laura, La Boricua Chagaray, and you just heard Vilma B. Vilma is a graduate apprentice from Group 39, Sueños del Fuego. She's an independent producer here on KPFA and KPFB. We started with Vilma because we think each of us can appreciate what she says about women saving the day. Not only on our everyday lives, but in making sure that we have voices that represents the unique personal personalities in media today. Let's open the discussion with our in-studio apprentices, Kendall, Sakia, Darlene, Kat, and Sharon. Let's say, did you think your voice would maybe not save the world, but somehow change it a bit? Why did you apply to the first voice apprenticeship program? Sakia? Well, um, yes, I actually thought that my voice would help to change the world. Not, of course, me alone, but collectively, especially collectively with women. 
because women are so powerful in the world. We've always been, and we are rising even more today with our powerful voices. And uh, your second question, Laura. Why did you join the program? I joined the program because um, for a long time I've been wanting to be a part of media. Uh, I'm from New York City originally and, of course, connected with uh, Pacifica there, um, listening all the time to Democracy Now! And, and a lot of the other shows that were broadcast on the um, Pacifica in New York City. Coming here, of course, I continued to listen to uh, KPFA, and I also volunteered um, for fund drives and always giving money for um, for the fundraising efforts and got some wonderful gratises uh, as a result. And so I have always stayed connected and, and feel connected, and it makes a difference. Community radio does make a difference in the lives, in our lives and, and the lives of others. So um, I joined so that I could help to make a difference. Great. How about you, Darlene? Well, my uh, working career has always been behind the scenes, and I, uh, I've started to feel pretty good about it, being able to make things happen for other people in terms of events and uh, um The, you know, getting work organized and done. Uh, I've known about the apprenticeship program since it started, but I never was able to give that kind of time commitment outside of how much I had to work for a living. Uh, so as I became semi-retired, uh, the apprenticeship program opened up immediately and uh, at that moment and I thought you know uh, there is a sign so I applied and and uh, was accepted what I thought I would be doing and I'm I am doing that is being the behind the scenes person the producer to bring forward give a platform uh, you know shout out the the work that so many people are doing to better the world, to change the world, to to uh, fight oppression. And it just is so gratifying to me to be a person who helps that um, force just flow as strongly as it can. And um, so being, being the producer, the engineer, the whatever it, it takes, um, I'm happy with. How about Kendall? I think that's a thread that we all share and, and it's one of the things that I like about this program that we all get each other in that sense. So Kendall, what would you say? You know, I applied because um, in my life I am ever in search of the authentic and of an outlet for my creative life force. Um, fortunately, I've found this here. Um, I applied because at this point in my life I'm trying to take advantage of opportunities as they come to me. I believe the universe gives us exactly what we need. We just need to have awareness enough to recognize these gifts when they appear and courage enough to explore them. Um, personally, I'm not content to live a meaningless life solely devoted to earning and spending money. Whatever I do in this life, I want it to be meaningful. I want to feel like I used my gifts for a greater purpose. Um, I want to walk my own unique path, not the one that society has already laid out for me. And uh, 
I applied not fully knowing how much of a gift the program was really going to be and really not knowing where it would take me. And to some extent, I still don't know where it's going to take me, but I do know that I'm supposed to be here. Great. Kat? Ah, I'm so inspired by hearing the voices of um, everyone else who's sharing, and that's one of the reasons that I applied. I have to say, I applied on a whim. Um, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had um, actually just finished one semester of grad school and was really disillusioned by it. And um, a mentor of mine said, you should start listening. She's from SoCal, um, Southern California, and she grew up listening to KPFB. So she was recommending archived shows from KPFB. And of course, I naturally started listening to KPFA. Uh, Despite being born and raised in Oakland, I actually didn't listen to it growing up. So I started listening and realized what a tremendous resource of popular and public education public radio is surprise surprise and um i heard a psa for the apprenticeship program and and just applied and i echo kendall's thoughts about certain things being somewhat faded and i don't think it's that simple um but i also grew up um not feeling like art being an artist or being an activist had like were two separate paths and i couldn't figure out how to merge the two and um, this program and public radio is an extraordinary way to be creative and to change the world and to do it in a, in a grounded and community-oriented way. And it's such a true gift to be here. Wow. How about Sharon? Well, I've uh, been involved in different kinds of activism off and on for decades, listened to KPFA for decades, and had been tempted to uh, join or at least apply for the apprenticeship program for a decade. And uh, my life responsibilities schedule opened up just about right after the 2016 election. And uh, so I kind of felt obligated to apply, um, not obligated to be, no obligation on KPFA's part to accept me, but I really felt I needed to do this, and I'm very glad I did. Um, I am learning new ways to speak out. We can all use, we all, all need every tool we can find. Indeed. And I'm learning too, definitely. Um, I learned how to identify my audience and how to better communicate with them. And that's very satisfying because I always had a real itch to talk about Puerto Rico ever since I moved here uh, 20 years ago. And when Sylvia uh, Torres talked to me about the program, I just felt like, yes, you know, there was a, a really big yes inside of me. And here I am. I can't be more grateful for this tremendous opportunity. Well, it's been so inspiring listening to all of your voices. Um, Now we're going to hear from another graduate apprentice. Janine Eder is a member of Group 10 and is a current producer on Upfront and music show Chocolate Octave and is the executive producer for KPFA's Evening News. She believes balance is important. Janine was part of the radio collective Elemental Roots, and in the early 2000s, they gave up their time slots so we, the apprentices, could have a show. My name is Janine Etter. So why I got started in radio and what led me to KPFA? I was 
into media already before coming to KPFA. I was writing for a hip-hop magazine and a youth newspaper. And radio seemed to be an extension of what I was already doing. A flyer came my way about the apprenticeship program. I applied and I got in. Other than having the natural gravitational pull towards all things media, the more connected reason is an increasing voice of women of color in general, black women in particular, and representing the darker shaded black woman experience more intently. And yes, it matters. Colorism matters. So it has to do with a perspective that I hadn't heard on the radio. So my natural inclination and bringing balance to the voices that are represented on the radio is why I started in radio and why I've stayed. Welcome back to Full Circle here on 94.1 FM, KPFA. I'm Darlene Pagano of Group 42, and that was Janine Etter, a graduate of Group 10. Thank you, Janine, for reminding us that balance comes not only from equal opportunities for women in general, but particularly for women of color. So, if you want to check out Janine's late night show, you can catch her every last Wednesday of the month, midnight till 2 a.m., and be introduced to some underground and classic hip-hop soul and R&B. I am very excited to get into this next set of questions for our roundtable discussion. It's a longtime feminist understanding that the personal is political. When I first started to really understand what this meant, it was actually life-changing so you mean i'm not crazy i'm not the only one who didn't feel good or smart or confident or pretty enough there are industries dedicated to destroying my esteem so they can profit off insecurities they helped create inside of me it felt really good to go from self-deprecating to pissed off with this political consciousness raising So in this next segment, we'll dig a little more deeply into the relationship between the personal and the political as women-identified media makers. So to start off, how has the First Voice Apprenticeship Program affected you on a personal level? Or how have you evolved since starting the program? Laura, do you want to get us started? Okay. Um, I think the program, among other things, has reconnected me to my writing. I used to write and write poetry, and um, the assignments just forced me to go back into that arena, and I, I'm really grateful. Um, also, it's made me integrate other aspects of me, like my humor and my wit, which I've used it to raise funds for the station um some people know about my piñatas my art um my flowers that i've used in the benefit of the station and that gives me additional satisfaction so um yay for kpfa (laughs) (laughs) thank you uh darlene or zakia do one of you want to jump in next Well, I would say that for me, it is the technical side of things. Um, I really um, held back at the beginning of the program because of all that I didn't know and that I was afraid of and, you know, software here, there and everywhere. Um, And but there's no way but to move forward and learn and use and get 
uh, facile with with all of it. So I would say, um, it, it, thinking my, of myself as a technically competent person, which I don't fully do yet, but getting there, technically comp- technical competence uh, is the surprising uh, benefit for me. Zakia, how about you? Yeah, so I want to piggyback off of what Lauda was saying about the writing aspect of me. So I've been writing most of my life and never really uh, got out there. I'm a poet, storyteller, to really tell my stories and read my poetry. I called myself a, a closet writer or poet. KPFA uh, helped me coming to the apprenticeship uh, program really helped me to uh, start being more vocal and and doing more of my uh, well speaking more in public. I remember the first time that my my group said Zakia, why don't you do a, a program by yourself? Why don't you produce and and do um, a program for Full Circle? And I was like, No, I am not doing that by myself. Um, Eventually, I did, of course, because that's one of the requirements is that you do have to uh, produce an, a, a radio show by yourself uh, to graduate in the apprenticeship program. Um, and there was no going back. It really helped me to open up. Um, since then, I've been performing a lot in public with my poetry, with my stories, um, I've even started singing. (laughs) So I have blossomed, um, just blossomed from this experience. And I am so grateful and so thankful to KPFA and the apprenticeship program. And of course, to Miss M and uh, Free Willing Frank Sterling, who really just helped me so much in the program to um, make sure that I was able to fulfill the uh, requirements and graduate. Yeah, it's amazing <laughs> the support that we get here and the challenge. And I think both of both of those qualities help us grow. Kendall, what about you? Uh, the question again for folks who maybe didn't hear it. Um, how has the First Voice Apprenticeship Program affected you on a personal level? Or how have you evolved since starting the program? Yeah, I definitely wanted to echo, Darlene, your sentiments about, you know, feeling somewhat technologically compromised. I was definitely intimidated by the software and learning all the programs. Um, But as we just mentioned, I really feel like the apprenticeship program cultivates this environment of learning um, and creates this safe space where everyone can feel comfortable no matter what, you know, what your level is. And so... I've just received a lot of guidance and I just consider it a gift and I'm also eternally thankful to the program. Um, Yeah, I've just, I feel like we're given a lot of creative agency and I feel like for a long time I was searching for an outlet to be able to be creative in this way and I'm just having a blast. Um, You know, we're an intergenerational, a multicultural community and there's a place for all of our voices, and I really feel like I've found love and acceptance here. Um, it's a place I feel like we can all grow and express ourselves in safety and with encouragement. And with every new project and every new idea, I'm just feeling inspired and challenged and empowered. Thank you. I would say there's a place for all of our voices and for our ears, right? Because so much of being a part of the community is not only coming to voice, but also listening really carefully to what others around us are saying. Sharon, do you want to add anything? Uh, On personal evolution, um, 
say somebody is hypothetically 60-ish <laughs> <laughs> or so. Evolution is real, real important. And I think on a personal level, uh, the program has made me more, me more social, more open, um, maybe a bit more patient since uh, media working environments can be uh, passionate. Um <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, um, it, this is a wonderful resource. This is a wonderful way for people to air their voices. And uh, it's a national treasure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, this is Kat, and I... Um, <laughs> Got, I got lost listening to everybody, but I would say I started out not really knowing what I was doing. And at this point, I'm co-producing three podcasts and it's only been a year and a half. And these aren't, you know, high paying jobs. I'm not, this isn't like, it's passion work that ideally, you know, would, I'll be able to do full time. But, um, there are so, there's so much that I have to say and there's so much that my community has to say. And as Janine said, um, particularly women of color and particularly dark-skinned women of color, which I'm not, but my friends are, and some of them at least. And, and those stories aren't, aren't so largely aren't on the radio. And um, like the need to talk about decolonization and, um, <laughs> and how capitalism makes us sick and all of this stuff. There's just so much that I want to see change. And I think as cultural producers, we have the power to do that. And as Kendall said, we have so much creative agency um, as members of the apprenticeship program, uh, getting to make our own shows, getting to invite our own guests, getting to talk about what we want, but not just willy-nilly whatever we want. We have accountability because we have to work with the group and we have people um, uh, telling us what makes sense, what doesn't. And um, encouraging us to refine our 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 words and our messages. Um, so another question we had, which maybe we'll have time for later in the show, is how making radio feeds our creative energy. But I think that our our answers to how it's affected us on a personal level speaks to this. So maybe we'll speak to that um, later in the broadcast. But for now, let's take a music break. Um, from, of course, a female artist. This is Daram Omidi, performed by local artist Adrian Shamzad. And Daram Omidi means I have hope in Farsi. <laughs> Oh, la 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 la
Circle here on 94.1 FM KPFA. I'm Kat Petru of Group 42, and that was Adrian Shamzad performing Daram Omidi live in KPFA studios last July. Adrian learned that song from her teacher Mahsavadat, who, along with her sister, was targeted by the Iranian government in the 70s for her revolutionary music, that song in particular, and for being a female musician. Daram Omidi means I have hope. Music and media. Listen. Our voices are everywhere. Tonight we feature the women of KPFA's First Voice Apprenticeship Program. We are highlighting there our love for radio and media. Up next, we have Sara Blanco. Sara is a graduate from Group 39, Sueños del Fuego, Dreams of Fire. And she's currently living one of her dreams as a producer for La Onda Bajita. She also stayed up until 1 a.m. this morning to produce this piece. Thank you, Sara. I am Sara Blanco. I'm a grad apprentice at KPFA, and I'm one of the producers for La Onda Bajita de Radio Aslan. When I started in radio, it came about by total accident, which was later fueled by a selfish passion and love of vinyl records and punk rock. But then I started to learn more about the world and was surrounded by activists. So then radio became a little less about being a music snob, and it became more about sending a message. All the while, broadcasting messages on the radio was secretly, for me, acting like a giant suture. So now I'm here at KPFA, 
learning from fellow programmers, from guests, and from you, the listeners. I learn more every week about the power of our voices and the healing beauty that's public radio. So I can't rest. We can't rest when there are so many messages to both send and to receive. Greetings, folks. You're listening to Full Circle here on 94.1 FM KPFA. I'm Zakia G.E. Capehart, graduate apprentice, and I am so glad to be back for tonight's show, Honoring Women Histories Month, by celebrating the Women of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. You just heard the voice of Sarah Blanco, a graduate apprentice from Group 39, Sueño del Fuco's Dreams of Fire. Sarah says her love of music and her desire to tell stories that send a profound message to listeners keeps her in radio. We all talked about why we applied to the program, but what keeps us here? What keeps you here, Lauda? Would you like to begin our roundtable discussion this time? Well, let me tell you that I love the chance to keep learning and becoming better at this. We're learning about voice control, social media, and so many other aspects of production. And there is the satisfaction that comes when you're contributing to better present and disseminate the kind of information that is so needed in this world. You know, I experience firsthand what it means to get the right information at the right time. And KPFA was too good of an opportunity to pass. So I'm here very committed to, like Sarah says, giving that kind of information. For me, it's it's more of a duty Mm -hmm. and also um, a satisfaction, Um, especially when it comes to talking about... um, Puerto Rico, which was my my first intention, but I've discovered many other um, important things to say and in- information that needs to be spread through the airwaves. Mm-hmm. So as long as I am capable, you'll have me here. Okay, and you do this for free. Why? Well, of course, because it's it's my two grains of s- sand to the sea. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to live not just for you, but for others. And it's what you know, studies show that when you make other people happy, that's uh, a double uh, double dose for you, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I venture into other aspects of activism since I'm in the program. I feel more confident, more rounded as a person so that gives me the impulse to go and do more things out there and very often for free too Mm -hmm. you're so very correct that it comes back to you double dose because Mm -hmm. when you give you do get back your heart is full when you're doing things for others too Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah so would you like to take a go at it darling sure um 
the idea I had of getting people onto the radio has turned out to be so much easier than I thought. Uh, talking to people and say, your work, your creativity, your struggle, your um, resistance deserves to be on the radio, and have I got a program for you. And nobody has ever turned me down yet. So um, it's just amazing how I get to I get to talk to a lot of people I probably wouldn't have otherwise, and I get to feel, like, really proud, like, um, the woman who's never had children, uh, his, is, uh, you know, who's definitely into the grandmother's zone. And I get to, to use that rather maternal feeling of, you know, of raising up our young mm. or raising up others. And, uh, that is a, it's a fabulous feeling. And, uh, doing it for free. It's it's not that I'm doing it for free. I'm getting the uh, a complete broadcast program taught to me tuition free. The free is that I'm not paying a thing to become a producer, an engineer, uh, a, you know, a, a radio radio competent person. What a beautiful way of looking at it. <laughs> I like that. Oh, cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, um, what keeps me here, I would say, are many things, but first and foremost, perhaps the relationships. Um, we've been here, my group, hosting Full Circle for about a, um, we've been here for about a year and a half. And at one point, you're like, oh my God, I'll never make it. And in the last few weeks, actually, I had a moment of true sadness where I realized I don't want to graduate. (laughs) (laughs) I love making, I love producing Full Circle. Um, And the relation by relationships, I don't, I mean, um, for sure, with within my group, which is small and mighty, just me, Laura and Darlene, but also getting to know Group 43, Dry Long So Rising, and also staying connected with graduate apprentices who remain our friends and our mentors. And then the the mentorship and leadership and teachings of um, Frank and Miss M and the teachers they bring on. We get classes mm-hmm. bi-weekly for the first six months of the program and we get to learn from people who've been dedicating their time and energy to making the most hard-hitting radio you can imagine. And we get to learn from them, as Darlene said, for free. Um, and I'm not saying this like as a pitch for the program. This stuff has meant the world to me. So what keeps me here in part are the relationships. And then the other piece of relationships is like um, Darlene and Laura both said, you know, you become accountable to the people you invite to your show. So at this point, I've done a show. One of my favorite shows was with the Arab Resource and Organizing Center's director, Lara Kiswani, and then also with the Palestinian Youth Movement, two of their members who are both women. And we were like four women um, in our 30s or under 30 talking about the need to decolonize Palestine and to give the land back um, and talking about 17-year-old Ahed Tamimi in, in prison over there. So we're not just young women being like, look at my hair and my lipstick. Like We care about our world. We care about the world that our babies will inherit one day. And we care about our elders and our ancestors. And all of this is so much about intergenerational healing and, and justice. Um, and I have a whole other story I could talk about um, for my personal relationship with that. But for the sake of time, I'll pause there. Well, thank you. 
Thank you so much for, for the, your comments. And I want to just say that thank you for mentioning the teachers, the mm. wonderful teachers that we have here, uh, have been taught by here for the uh, apprenticeship program. Yeah, I I think that's so wonderful. Um, so, yes, I, I just want to ask Sharon if you would comment on the same questions. Um, shall I repeat them? Oh, I have them. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so the main thing that keeps me here, I think, is the people, the sense of family, and the fact that we are all here. We share not every single little opinion, but the same basic values. And this work, it directly speaks to said values. So uh, for me, that's why I stay here. Um, and... I have heard like, oh, yeah, you can get free tutorials online and uh, learn all of this. Um, No, uh, you still don't build community. You don't become a part of a community. You don't start speaking to community right away. You don't get to know teachers and elders and uh, um, other people who are involved in media that shares our values. And I do want to shout out to uh, Frank Ms. M and Teresa Adams, who Teresa. I see, <laughs> who I see on the other side of glass. Thank you. Okay, and so now Kendall. Sure, I um, you know, I definitely agree with everything we've all said, but especially just now, Sharon and Kat, you as well. The community is what keeps me here as well. Um, before anything, this is truly a community building project, and um. You know, I've felt incredibly supported and I'm here to support others as well. It's a place where we can connect in a world in which we are increasingly made to separate and divide Mm -hmm. and zone out. And I feel that we're all incredibly aware and that we cultivate this place where there's, you know, no fear. And it truly is a place of healing and of expression, of awareness, intelligence, um, there are truly some very strong women here, women with ideas and resources and pull, um, powerful women, empowering other women through words and art and sound. And it's something that I want to be a part of. Very beautifully put. Thank you, Kendall. Um, I'd like to say that uh, Prima Jackson from Group uh, 38, I believe that was, um, had this to say about KPFA and the apprenticeship program. Observing the information most of us are constantly bombarded with through corporate corporate media and realizing how much of it of it is either mind numbing or depressing or both. It was great it was a great relief to find public radio, KPFA in particular, programs that give historical and in-depth information on issues, music, and cultural presentations that open new avenues of expressions. So many ideas to expand the mind and encourage positive, effective action. This is nutrition that helps keep our communities healthy and sane. My contribution to this media is to create programming that reminds people of our own creative power 
and to encourage each of us to use it for our own lives, our community, and our world. I offer my soulful gratitude to KPFA and the First Voice Apprenticeship Program for the training and to take the first steps toward this goal. So that was Primer Jackson, from, who is a graduate apprentice from Group 38. Thank you, Zakia, and thank you, Prema, for sharing uh, beautiful words about healing. Um, up next, you're going to be hearing from Sharon Peterson, a woman I am proud to work and collaborate with on a daily basis. I'm Sharon Peterson, one of the latest group of First Voice Apprentices. I'm here because in these times, I feel the need to raise my voice in a whole new way. Preferably, one that the powers that be will not like. Here at KPFA, I learn voice-raising skills and confidence-raising skills, too. Right now, First Voice is recruiting the next group of apprentices. You, too, can learn all areas of radio broadcasting, which, by the way, also work for podcasting. More important, you learn how to build community. To apply, call 510-848-6767, extension 235, or visit kpfaapprentice.org to download an application. Last day to apply is Friday, March 30th, 2018 at 5 p.m. And you're listening to Full Circle on 94.1 FM KPFA. I'm Kendall of Apprentice Group 43, Dry Long So Rising, and that was current apprentice Sharon Peterson. Well said, Sharon. So listeners, follow Sharon's example and take the steps to find your voice. Go online to kpfaapprentice.org and fill out the application to become a member of Group 44. And before, Darlene, you jump in, I just want to announce that we, uh, for the fund, for KPFA's Winter Fund Drive, have raised 607 thousand dollars six hundred seven thousand two hundred and five dollars maths um you can still donate online at kpfa.org and we're still hoping to raise another one hundred thousand dollars so please do go online gifts are still available for another month kpfa.org Great. We at least hit that 600000 While you are no doubt right now going to kpfaapprentice.org to find more on the apprenticeship program and to get your application in by March 30th, we will bring you uh, music now by the Native American Women's Drum and Chant Group, Ulali, with their powerful song, Mother, honoring all women of the indigenous nations.
Welcome back to KPFA 94.1 in Berkeley. You just heard the beautiful song Mother by the multi-tribal song group Ulali. You can go online to our show archive, kpfaapprentice.org, to find links for the music and other materials we have been have been bringing you tonight. Unfortunately, our Group 43 colleague, Mari Nakagawa, could not join us in person tonight. But she's here anyway via email. Kendall Krakow shares Mari's thoughts. Mari says... I got involved in media because I want to share opinions I hardly ever hear represented in media. I think, especially now, the platform mainstream media gives to the far right skews our conversations. It pulls us to the center. Policies we considered weak and centrist a couple years ago are suddenly radical. We get caught arguing the legitimacy of dreamers and not the rights of all people who come to this country. I have to argue against building a wall on a border I don't believe should exist in the first place. What I fear is people will settle. That people will opt for non-outwardly bigoted neoliberalism in the face of Trumpism. I'm here speaking to you over these airwaves to make sure we don't settle. I'm here to guarantee that we stay radical and continue pushing the conversation to the place we want advocating for the future we hope to see and inviting others to imagine with us. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kendall, for sharing <clears throat> sharing Mari's words. Um, Mari has a tremendous amount of energy and a lot to say as well, so I'm so excited for you longtime listeners and maybe new listeners to hear her voice when Star Longs Arising officially takes the stage um, for Full Circle coming up soon. Um, I know Zakia has an announcement to make. And before that, I just wanted to share that um, we're celebrating women. Uh, we're celebrating Women's History Month, telling our stories, celebrating women in media. And um, there's, you know, people know the earth as Mama Earth, Mother Earth. And in addition to all the radical politics that we will continue to talk about, I, I wanted to also mention the earth and the oceans and the, this place we call home. And I was reminded of it listening to the Ulali song, um, just that we need to remember where we come from and we need to remember to protect, to protect what we love. Um, so I just wanted to, to say that on the show tonight. Yes, I'd like to say that we... The apprentice, um, apprenticeship program here at KPFA would like to send love to the family of Veronica Faisant, who was a graduate apprentice. She passed away last night from cancer. Our love goes out to her family. It's your chance now to take your place in the next Apprentice cohort. Information and applications can be found at kpfaapprentice.org. Make sure your application reaches us by March 30th to be considered for the upcoming group number 44. That's right. You can go online and apply. And I also want to thank everyone who contributed during our winter fun drive. As we've mentioned, it's not too late to support the vital work we're doing here at KPFA. Gifts are still available um, online to select at kpfa.org. So please go online and check it out. We thank you so much here at the Apprenticeship Program for your support. Um, and 
a special thanks to all the women who make this work possible in the apprenticeship program at the station and all who tune in on a regular basis to KPFA. We know you're out there. So we do have a few more minutes, maybe two more minutes left in our show. Is there anything anyone else wanted to mention? Yep. I want to mention that um, I am also um, coordinating uh, a talk from the people uh, in the autonomous responders in Puerto Rico will be speaking about their projects at the North Berkeley Senior Center on March 30th at 7 p.m. We will um, hear from it at the community calendar and... um, We want all of you to support this noble mission to raise from the ashes of Hurricane Maria left in Puerto Rico. Um, Anybody else? And I I owe this to the, the power of the apprenticeship program because it gave me the confidence to go out and start doing things like this. And for those who who maybe haven't heard because we don't. We take turns doing the shows. Laura has produced how many shows now? Two. Two. And there's one coming up. Um, in, on the 30th, um, too. On March 30th. Yes. Uh, yeah, about she's gone back and forth from here to her homeland in Puerto Rico. Um, and you've been speaking with a lot of people, but women in particular. Yeah? Yes, yes. There is uh, one of the interviews talks about the power of women, how they are just taking charge of everything around there, um, rising where nobody expects them to rise and saying, you know what, my kids have to eat, my kids have to do this, my parents have to do this. They are the ones who say, I'm not putting up with this. If you guys don't do anything, I'm going to do it. So it's, it's really beautiful to see that happening and it's like springing, like like spring flowers everywhere in Puerto Rico. As as the land gets green again, which is is beautiful to see how the land, Mother Nature doesn't sleep; it, mm. it comes back up. But also, women like flowers are springing and taking charge and doing what's needed to get things back to where they want them, and also, you know, making them new again, making them the way they should be just like we uh, want to do with the world here at kpfa um so on march 30th we'll have the opportunity to hear from these projects again and uh, appreciate them and please come to the senior center on march 30th at night at seven so you can find out how can you support these people Thank you, Laura. All right. That brings us to the end of tonight's show. Tune in to next week's Full Circle for the story of the Brigada San Patricio, the St. Patrick's Brigade, that was a multi-ethnic contingent of U.S. Army defectors led by anti-imperialist Irish troops that fought on the side that decided to fight on the side of the Mexican army defenders Emilio Zapata and Franco Villa in 1846. This will be an entirely different topic for the usual St. Patrick's Day celebration. I love it. (laughs) 
Our executive producer is Miss M. Our technical director is Frank Sterling. Joy Moore is our production consultant. We've been your hosts, Kat Petru, Laura, Zakia, Darlene, Kendall, and Sharon. Um, thanks to Miss M on the board and for your contribution. Thanks to Frank for all of your support. Thanks for the tech assistance. And special thank you to Teresa Adams of Group 40 for producing this show. We love you and appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining us tonight on Full Circle. Stay tuned. La Onda Bajita is next.